This call may be recorded or transcribed. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone joined the call that would like to say good morning?
Good morning, good morning, good morning. This is Catherine. Good morning. Good morning, Catherine. Good morning, this is Shara. Good morning, Shara. How are you? Happy Thursday. I'm great. Thank you. Great. Happy Thursday to you as well. Is anyone else joining the call who would like to say good morning? Good morning, Susie. Good morning to Claire Victory. It's Rochelle. Hi, Mary. Morning. Good morning, Rochelle. Anyone else like to say good morning? Good morning, everyone. This is Cynthia. Glad you're feeling better. Thank you so much, Cynthia. Thank you. You're welcome. Anyone else join the call that would like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Is anyone else join the call? Hey, good morning, Susie. It's Didi. Blessings. And I, too, am glad to hear you feeling, sounding better, because Jehovah Rapha is our healer. I love you, sis. Love you right back, sis. Thank you so much for your prayers. Anyone else join the call who would like to say good morning? Good morning. It's Sharon from Hayward. Good morning, Sharon from Hayward. Anyone else like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone else joined the call that would like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone else joined the call? Okay, well then, before we do get started here this morning, uh, I ask that you please move your line so that we can proceed. And hello again, my name is Susie and I am your host. And thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday, starting at 6 o'clock a.m. Pacific Time, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, and 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so they can be blessed too. Be sure to join us during the month of November where our monthly theme is entitled Thankful. Be thankful for what God does so we can teach others how to be thankful. Okay, the uh there were no prayer requests submitted on the app or any spoken prayer requests. The other the call is prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Diane. And let's see here, the declaration will be brought by Tanya. Then we will go right into the closing comments hosted by the declare. And I will repeat that. And let's see here, prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Diane. The declaration will be brought by Tanya. Then we'll go right into the closing comments hosted by the declare. 
The scripture for today is Colossians 2, 6 and 7. So then, just as you received Christ, Jesus says, Lord, continue, li- continue li- live your lives in him, rooted and built up in him, strengthened in the faith as you were taught and overflowing with thankfulness. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask that you put your phones on mute until instructed to come off mute. I now pass the call to the prayer warrior, Diane. God bless you all. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Breath of the almighty God, spirit of source of life, from God. God, I thank you this morning for your living on the inside of me and each and every one on this call. Father, I thank you for being El Shaddai, the God Almighty, El Elyon, the Lord Most High, Jehovah Bore, the Lord, the Creator. So God, we thank you that everything that lays before us, God, around the nation, around the world, all belongs to you. You are creator of all things, the heaven and the earth and all that dwells in it. So, Father, I thank you for this new day, Lord God. For you said, God, enter your gates with thanksgiving and your courts with praise. Give thanks to you, O God, in the name of Jesus, for the Lord is good and his love endure forever. His faithfulness continued through all generations. So God, we give you thanks this morning. We thank you for a life that's well lived, oh God. We thank you, Lord God, for your salvation this morning. We thank you, Lord, that you gave your only begotten son, that we may have life and have it more abundantly. God, I thank you this morning for for declare victory, Lord God. I thank you for new creation and all the bodies of Christ across the nation. God, I just thank you this morning for what you're doing in the lives of your people, God. In the name of Jesus, God, I just give you praise this morning for your loving kindness is better than life, God. I thank you for your tender mercies this morning. For God, I thank you, Lord God, that you satisfied me with good things so that my youth may be renewed in you. So God, I thank you this morning, Lord God, for your loving kindness, Lord God. Father, I thank you this morning for being Jehovah Shammah, the God who is there, Adonai, the God who who's Lord and master over us, oh God. In the name of Jesus, we just give you praise this morning. God, I thank you that you're not like man. I thank you that you are lotion, not the unchanging God. You are the same yesterday, today, and forevermore, God. You never change, God. We're always changing. Our bodies changing. Our hair is turning color. Our eyes are getting dim. I hearing, Lord God. 
is getting where we can't hear as well as we used to. So God, I thank you this morning for your loving kindness. I thank you, Lord God, for keeping watch over us as we slumber and slept, bringing us to this brand new day of your brand new mercy and your grace. Your grace is sufficient, God. You said there is nothing we can do to earn your grace. God, we thank you for your loving kindness, Lord God for your loving kindness is better than life. We thank you for declaring victory today, Lord God, because we're, we're coming from a place of victory, Lord God. And I just give you praise for declaring victory in all of those who get up every morning to hear a word from you. So God, I thank you this morning, Lord God, for the word that's down on the inside of us, oh God, waiting to be burst out. God, I thank you this morning, Lord God, that we can bow before you on bending knees and bow down heads and bow down hearts of humility. God, we thank you this morning that you love us so much, God, that you gave your only begotten son. God, we thank you this morning for family. We thank you, Lord God, for our children and grandchildren and great-grandchildren. God, we thank you for this land, oh God. You said if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray, turn from their wicked ways and seek my face, oh God. You said then you will hear from heaven and heal our land. So let us all repent. Let us all give God some glory this morning, the glory that he deserves, the praise that he deserves. Open your mouth, God said, open your mouth. If you open your mouth, he will fill it. So God, I praise you this morning. If everyone would take their phones off of me and give God the praise that he deserves, the praise you, that Heavenly. will raise you Thank you. 
So God, we thank you that everything that you poured on the inside of us to come out this morning. We give you praise, we give you honor, and we give you glory. I now turn off turn over turn the call over to Tanya in Jesus' name. Amen. Good morning, good morning, Diane. Before you mute, I just want to make sure you can hear me okay. Is the volume okay? Yes. Perfect, perfect. So good morning again. Thank you, Diane, for prayer. Thank you, Susie, for uh, hosting and greeting this morning. It is a pleasure to be with you all. Can y'all believe that it's November the 18th, 2021? I'm going to get to my declaration, but this tripped me out the other day. I was on my way to an appointment. I parked in a, a public parking garage. And I saw this white contraption coming towards me. And it was rolling. And I was like, it looked like a dome, but it was, um, I don't know, mm -hmm. maybe about three feet wide, maybe three mm -hmm. to four feet wide. And it might have been as tall as me. I'm five, two, don't laugh. Um, and it was, I was like, oh my God, this is a, ro this is a whole robot. I could tell mm -hmm. that it had cam, somebody needs to mute. I hear something. Um, I could, yeah, so right here, real quick, let's just take a moment, go ahead and check your phones, please. Make sure that they're muted. If you don't know how to mute, there should be a, a mute feature on everybody's, everybody's phone. All righty. I still, I still hear some background noise. Sometimes we think we can be quiet. I just heard right there. If you just breathed or moved, you're, you're not muted. Um, and so what we're trying to do is pre protect the continuity of the call so that no one is distracted um, while they're listening so that me, so I'm not distracted while I'm trying to teach and so that um, when people listen to the playback, they don't hear a bunch of, um, they don't hear a bunch of extra uh, sound. So at any rate, I'm walking, it was a robot. It was a robot and I think that it was a security robot because it had, <laughs> it had cameras on it. Um, and it, it was able to do a 360 if necessary. So like it, as it was rolling towards me, it was also pushing and I got, I could not believe it guys. I took my camera out and I started to record it. When it, we, when we approached each other, it stopped and looked at me. I got scared and I stopped recording and I just kind of scooted on out of there. <laughs> but I said that to say that um, we live in the era of technology, and there's a scripture in Daniel. I don't know where it is, but you can Google this, literally. Um, it, it, it talks about how that in the last days, men would increase in knowledge, and how many of you would agree that um, tech, not, just, not just technology as far as computers and that type of thing, but technology is a part of pretty much everything that we do in society whether it's using social media, whether it's your doctor acquiring your, and I know exactly where I'm going. I have a thing and uh, just follow me. You know, I love to take y'all around the world before we go across the street. So it's going to all line up. But um, technology is a part of everything that we do, everything that we do, um, whether you are going to the doctor and they're accessing your medical records, whether you are, and they're, it's online, um, you know, whether you are uh, having a, a appointment with your doctor. Okay, it's okay. 
um, whether you have an appointment with your doctor and you can still try keep trying if you want to um, and if something pops up I, I know what to do um, whether you have it and you can do a video chat a video appointment like there's so many different things and and technology has afford, afforded us the ability um, to be still be able to have some form of worship uh, services and so we're thankful for technology but we got to be careful of technology because you know with uh, using so much technology and it being a part, we're giving up a certain amount of our freedom. We're giving up a certain amount of our privacy, not freedom, a certain amount of our privacy. Um, so be, I just, this is a caution. Just be careful what you post. Be careful um, how much information you give out. You don't have to accept, you know, all the cookies that pop up when you go to a website. You don't have to accept them. Just, just, just a word of caution. So anyway, my declaration today, I thought, uh, I'm still tripping on. Was that Bev who gave Beverly who gave us that good old story at the? Uh, we went to uh, we went on a field trip, packed our lunches and and uh, went on the bus, the yellow bus, um, to go visit Job uh, virtually. Uh, I'm I, I thought, I've been thinking about that declaration ever since she shared it. At any rate, I want to um, do something a little different today, um, and. I I want to I want to tell you a little bit about my my life um, growing up in the good old Church of God in Christ. If we got some Kojic folks on the phone, don't say it out loud. I just holler at you, girl. Say I'm here. What's up? <laughs> um, I remember. Um, I have some very very fond memories about the Church of God in Christ. We call it Kojic. For uh, at, we use the acronym Kojic because that's just way too many syllables to be saying behind. You know, what church you go to? Oh, I go to um, uh, uh, Blessed Assurance because he rose again on the third day, Church of God in Christ. That's a whole lot of stuff to be saying to people. So we just say we Kojic or whatever. Anyway, um, we had, and some of y'all might have had it in your different faith traditions, we had testimony service. Um, in, in our church. And we used to have testimony service on Sunday morning and back in the day when we had Friday night services. And some people still, I can't believe some people still have Friday night service. They'd be trying to get that offering. But anyway, no, not necessarily. I shouldn't say that. They might be really trying to be a blessing to people and stuff like that. But we had Sunday morning services and we had testimony service. And that was part of the reason why we were in church all day. And then we, one day we had an epiphany, and I think I was part of the group because, you know, at that time I was commuting from Vallejo to San Francisco. I was part of the group that said, hey, we need to look at trimming down our services. We don't need to be here all day. Let's cut this. Let's cut that. And so we cut out testimony service. But let me tell you about testimony service. Child, it could be comedy hours sometimes. But very, very, most of the time, the Lord blessed during our testimony service. So we had what were called testimony conductors they would be like the person that facilitated the testimony service what is testimony service well it's an opportunity for people you didn't have you weren't on the program you could spontaneously just share you know um uh, something that god had done for you that week or you know a miracle you he had blessed you with something you had been waiting on whatever just some good news but you know you always got people that some people they just want they like to talk to hear themselves talking you got some people who would use testimony service to throw off on people. I'm, you know what I mean by throw off? So like, you know, Sister Sue did something to you and y'all capping off and you, you, you'll you say things to drop little lugs about how that, you know, it's some people in the church 
that, you know, they be talking about people and, um, you know, but I just know God delivered me from chasing after men and, you know, telling some of Sister Sue's business or something that Sister Sue did, you throwing off on her in testimony service. And people be like, what do that have to do with anything? Anyway, people also, um, but if you had a good testimony, uh, if you had good conductors of testimony service, like my mom, Mother Jenkins, Mother Coleman, Mother Mother Chilton, way back in the day, Mother Stanley. Oh my God, Mother Stanley would set the house on fire. But 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 if you had people like that, they would catch it, and they would they would get you together swiftly, and move on. Anyway, so the testimony service allowed people. So I remember them saying, a good conductor would set the expectation. They came up to the podium with their Bible because, and I'm going to tell you what they use the Bible for. And so they would set the expectation. They would say things like, you know, um, they they would tell, you know, they would know how much time they had. Um, and it might be 10, 15 minutes. It just depends. And if they needed to, if the speaker wasn't ready or something wasn't ready in the program, they'd say, oh, just share a few more, let people share a few more testimonies. And they was using it as a time filler. But <clears throat> I promise I'm going to get to a point. I'm going to give y'all some words too. And so, um, they would tell, they would say things like now, um, you know, testimony service is, is open to all those that want to share. If you have a scripture you would like to read, if you have a song you would like to sing, or you would like to share of the goodness of the Lord, you can do one of those, but not all three. We want you to tell on it, not tell all of it. And so testimonies now, now, as we get ready to end testimony service, we will raise our, I'll raise this Bible to let you know that testimony service, we are not taking any more testimonies. And so, you know, people would generally share just a few minutes. And if they went too long, a good conductor knew how to shut you down. <laughs> they would start to say things like, amen, God bless you. Amen. Yes. Amen. Amen. And if you kept going, somebody, one of the conductors would bust out with a song. I'm a soldier in the army of the Lord. I'm a soldier in the army. I'm a soldier in the army. And you still, that person still be trying to testify. And they get louder in the music. They, <laughs> that means you need to find quiet. You done went too long. I tried to give you chances. But she wouldn't stop. All right. So this morning, I feel led to have testimony service. But due to time constraints and the disadvantage of this technology that we're using to be on this call, it's not technical enough to allow us to be able to do a full-blown testimony service. So we're going to improvise this morning. Uh, and if there's time later, though, I will open the call up so that we can share as well during love, life, and victory. All right, let's go. Uh, the first sister I would like to call on this morning is Sister Miriam. Well, God bless the saints this morning. I honor God, the great I am. He is my healer, my provider, my comforter, way maker, my counselor. I know many of you have heard about the plethora of advers advers adversities that my people and I have suffered. When you hear or read it, your perception is that this is just a historical event. It's just a Bible story. But this was our life. I saw miracle after miracle. When God sent the plagues 
to the to Egypt, none of us were affected, not one. When he when we exited Egypt, we left with so much jewelry, we left with so much wealth, we were bent over literally trying to carry it, not just the adults, but our beasts and the children too. When I talked negatively about my brother Moses, you ref- I, I, I refer to him as Mo because he is our baby brother, Aaron and I. When I talked negatively about Mo's wife, God cursed me with leprosy. I was isolated from everyone, but Mo prayed for me and God healed me, though I was placed in solitary for several days. Um, it allowed me to consider my actions and to be thankful for my baby brother's forgiveness and God's mercy. What I really want to relay is how thankful we were to, to see our enemies defeated, our enemy meaning, meaning Pharaoh and his army. When the walls of water came crashing down on Pharaoh, we were, how you say here today, dumbstruck. We stood on the banks of the Red Sea in shock. All of a sudden, I felt the power of God overshadow me, and I broke out in song and danced with my timbrel. So many of you call it the tambourine today, but we refer to it as the timbrel. And I want to tell you that the power of God overshadowed me. I grabbed my timbrel and I began to lead the people in praise and worship. As our praise went up to God and we danced and shouted in victory. Oh, I can still recall how we praised God as we saw our enemy defeated. That's all that I have to share, but if you'd like to recount that great day with me, you can simply go to Genesis, excuse me, Exodus, Exodus, and you will find the story. You can find it in Exodus chapter 15. God bless you, saints of God. Woo! That was a powerful testimony, y'all. Ah, let's give the Lord a praise for Miriam and what he did for the children of Israel. Then there is King David. King David, are you ready? We are ready for you, sir, if you are. Yes, ma'am, I am ready. As as a young king, I blew it several times. Y'all have read about me, I'm sure, in Second Samuel particularly. I want to talk about this, this text here, but you've read about my life, how I was a, a shepherd boy and how that uh, I, my, my family ostracized me. It didn't matter, though, because it allowed me to isolate with God and and it was at that time I be, I developed my gift as a musician and uh, and I developed my love for God and I wrote poem after poem about God and His mercy and I discovered a strength that I had I I began to uh, use a slingshot to chase off bears and wolves so that he, I could protect my my flock but at any rate I want to move on I know I don't have a lot of time and I thank the sister for allowing me to share today um, I. Sometimes I blew it, as I said, sometimes accidentally, sometimes intentionally, because, well, I'm a man. Uh, each time, though, I humbled myself, I confessed my sins, and God was merciful. You hear me? God was merciful. For that, I am thankful. 
uh, music I composed is one of the ways I express my gratitude to God. I loved worshiping God almost as as, as much as I love praising him. Uh, I recall uh, bringing the Ark of the Covenant back to Jerusalem from Obed-Eden's house. Uh, I took my royal, my royal robes off, I stripped down to my Nike shorts, and I turned completely up. Listen, uh, I began to dance before the Lord with all of my might. Everybody wasn't turned, you feel me? I, I danced before the Lord like I had never danced before. Something got a hold of my feet. Something got a hold of my hands. Something got a hold of my body. And I just couldn't, uh, I just, I just, I didn't lose control. I mean, I knew what I was doing, but I've never danced with such effusiveness before in my life. I, I danced until the joy was overflowing and, and the people began to dance with every ounce of energy I could muster up. Oh my God, that was a dance of, it was an offering of thanksgiving before God. Listen, when you have a thankful heart, it'll do it every time. Um, being able to express my gratitude freely. I, I, I threw a lavish party after it was all over. We got the ark. I'm sorry, I'm a little excited. After we uh, got to our destination, I threw a lavish party. I love to party. Uh, we had all kinds of food and wine and music and singing, and we turned a little bit more. Uh, I, I, I just want you to know we were thankful people because the Lord had blessed us to get the ark back in the tent that I had created. Uh, and that was that was our purpose. That was our mission. We had tried it before, but you know we were moving a little bit too fast. And one of the brothers. Uh, the, the the one of the oxen they I know I'm going back a little bit I just want to give you the context about why we were so thankful that day my brothers and sisters uh, at any rate the oxen had stumbled and one of the one of the priests he reached out to 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 grab it and and uh, uh, God struck him dead that day I was angry with God yes I, I was angry because here it was we're doing our very best we're trying to get the ark we we captured the ark back from the enemy we're trying to get it from destination a to destination b and my god he, he struck the man dead but you know at the end of the day he did tell us not to touch it and so you know we we lost him we we had to change the celebration to a funeral procession but anyway we took the the ark the reason it was at obed eden's house anyway is because we took it on up to obed eden's house and he allowed us to uh, uh, let it stay there. At any rate, let me let me wind it back up as I know my time is short. I don't want nobody raising the Bible on me or singing on me. I, I am the king after all. Uh, at any rate, uh, we we uh, we we got the ark back to its destination, and I'm telling you, we were excited. And so uh, I was worn out that day. I got to tell you, I was worn out. And then and I got home and my I greeted my children, my wife, and uh, they were excited. And and my wife kind of lit into me and I was kind of tired. And so I, you know, I, I, I reacted probably in a way I shouldn't have. I don't know. I'm human. Y'all, y'all, y'all think a lot of me because I'm a king, but I'm human. And, it, and you know, she lit into me about being naked before the other women, the young women, you know, and I'm like, what are you talking about? I was dancing before the Lord. I was, I was giving him praise. I was giving him honor. And, you know, and I said, you know, I, you know, I kind of went there where usually I let her nagging, you know, roll off like a rolling off a duck the water rolling off a duck's back, but you know, she kind of got to me that day. You talk about my God and I'm I'm telling you, I was praising God, you know, with all of my might. And you talking about, I'm running around here naked before women. Listen, not only did I praise God 
and dance before him, I'm going to keep on dancing before him. You know, it ain't my fault that your raggedy daddy and his family, God didn't give the kingdom to him. He gave it to me. I didn't ask for it. I was minding my own business. But since he did, I'm going to do me. If you don't like it, whatever. Matter of fact, you can leave my presence. Go on somewhere. Leave my chamber. Anyway, y'all, that's my story. I'm going to stick with it. But I bless God today because he is the head of my life. And I love him. I love him with all my heart. God bless you. Woo! King David, that was a lot. But we want to thank you for your testimony. And we want to thank you for your transparency. We are transparent over here in Victorville. Uh, the next man that I want to call on quickly is, uh, there are a couple more, y'all. we got a couple minutes left. Uh, that is uh, Brother Jacob. Are you available? Yes, ma'am, I am. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. And again, like Sister Miriam said, uh, we uh, y'all have read about my story many times. God changed my name from Jacob to Israel. But I, if you don't mind, I'd like to tell you, tell, give that testimony about why I'm so thankful to God. Uh, you can read a little bit more about it if you'd like to in Genesis, the 32nd chapter. Uh, just read the whole thing if you'd like. Uh, that particular night, uh, I was really nervous. Uh, we were on our way to go meet my, my twin brother Esau, and I did him wrong, y'all. I got to admit, but but God is so merciful. Um, he just be blessed me. He ble- And I know it's all a part of his plan, but he be blessed me with so much. And I missed my brother. I wanted to have an opportunity to, for him to meet his his extended family. And so... I sent my family on, we divided, and I, I went to go pray. I, I felt led to go pray. And so that particular night, I made a decision even before I got to the place where I was going to be praying. I made a decision. I was not going to leave that place until God blessed me. And so that night, I wrestled with God all night long. <clears throat> I refused. Once I had an encounter with him, I refused to let go until he blessed me. And I told him, I'm not letting you go till you bless me. Guess what? I got the blessing that I desired. But it took a minute. It wasn't until daybreak. I, I was holding on for good life. I mean, for all the life that I had, I was still, he was like, dude, you got to let me go. It's about daybreak. We, we've been at this all night. I was like, nope, you got to, I'm not leaving till, till you bless me. I need something from you. I need what you have for me. Now, it's not enough. I'm thankful for my wives and my children. I'm thankful for all the 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 the, her, the herds of cattle that you blessed me with, the servants. I'm thankful for all of that. But I'm going to need a little bit more Jesus. I'm going to need a little bit more God. I'm going to need a little bit more Holy Spirit. And so he ended up hitting me in right on my hip, not my hip out of joint. Um, but at that, I got my blessing, you guys, and I'm, I'm truly thankful for that. I'm truly, truly thankful for that. Even though I, I led a raggedy life, God blessed me. And, 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 and so I, I just, I just want you to know, I want to encourage y'all today that, um, you got to have some tenacity. You got to be willing to fight for what it is that you want. I know that bad things happen unfortunate things happen, but you got to be willing to look at the, look for the good in it. See, I, I did some things I'm not proud of. I tricked my brother out of his inheritance. I, I lied to my father. I tricked him. 
Um, and so that's why God changed my name from Jacob the trickster to Israel. And I'm truly blessed. I'm truly thankful for that. Because my 12 sons set the foundation. I have daughters too, but my 12 sons set the foundation um, for the children of Israel, my children, for my seed. They set the foundations, the 12 tribes of Israel. That's me, y'all. I just wanted you to know that. But let me just tell you this as I close. Um, I want to encourage you to be tenacious. I want to encourage you to show some backbone. Don't be scared when um, trouble shows up. Don't be scared when it looks like you're losing. You got to have some stick to itness rather than whining. I want you to encourage. I want to encourage you to trust God and worship God, and don't let go until He blesses you the way that you desire to be blessed. That's all I got. God bless y'all. Ooh, you encourage me, Brother Israel. I'm so excited about this testimony service. I, I pray that y'all are being blessed this morning. Uh, I think we have time for Brother Hezekiah, King Hezekiah. I'm so sorry, sir, if you are there. Brother Hezekiah, are you there? Oh, yes, darling, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Praise the Lord, everybody. Listen, I just want to share real quickly with y'all that God delivered me from ter terminal illness. I remember when Isaiah came to me. Uh, y'all can read a little bit more about me in 2 Kings, the 20th chapter. Uh, Isaiah came to me. I was one of the good kings, y'all. I wasn't one of those kings that uh, was running out and doing all kind of wickedness before the Father and leading people into wickedness. I led them before God in worship, and we did all uh, we did amazing things. And um, I was I got really sick. And so Isaiah came, and I, I, I just believed he was coming with a word for the Lord, and he came, and he advised me to get my house in order, uh, because I only had a few more days before the Lord was going to call me home, and I, I couldn't believe it. I had been believing God for a miracle. Have any of you been believing God for a miracle, and it seemed like your life went to hell in a handbasket? Anybody? Can, is there a witness out there? I know you can't see me, and I can't see you, but if, if you are that person, just raise your hand and let me know that you with me. And so anyway, I got this news and and I, I just I was devastated. I was after all that I had done. And so Isaiah gave me the news and he was like, Yeah man, I know you King, I know you you've done all that you but it's time for you to go. You've done your job. And so I, I, I made a decision that I was not gonna accept that word. I know God gave him the news. I I know that God used him in a prophetic manner to, to, to let me know that it was time for me to go. But I wasn't ready to accept that. And so I made a decision. Ah, I just made a decision to turn my face to the wall. And I began to worship God. And I began to remind him of all of the things that he did. I began to, of that I did. I began to remind him how that I had been faithful. I reminded God of how that I had done what he, he called me to do. I was obedient. I was, I did what was right by him. I did what was right in the sight of the, of the, the sight of the Lord. And I refused to, to accept that I was just going to die just like that. Now, I want to take a side turn here. I think Sister Tanya calls it a TNT moment. I'm not trying to be funny, but when was the last time you had wall worship? When was the last time you refused to accept bad news? If you were in my place, would you have a portfolio of service and and obedience to present to God? Would you? 
Or would God just turn to the wall and ignore you? Say lie. Go on and breathe. I know that was a little heavy. Anyway, before Isaiah got out of the courtyard, God had reversed the decision, told him to come back and let me know he was going to give me an additional five, 15 years. Now, listen, when I, when I count up the when I count up 15, I use, I use it in five. Because you see, five is the number of grace. And so I had five times three. Five. Three represents the Trinity. Fifteen more years. Fifteen more years of grace. Let me ask you something. Do you think I was thankful? Absolutely, yes. God bless y'all. Y'all, you think we got time for one more? I think we do. I want to call on the cutter. He didn't have no name. You can read about him in Mark, the fifth chapter. Brother Cutter, you there? Cutter, C-U-T-T-E-R. Yes, sis, I'm here. What's up, everybody? I just want to thank God for being here. I think go like this, first giving honor to God, who is the head of my life. I want to thank my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ for being here today. I want to thank him because um, sis calls me Cutter, and it's cool because you know, when I was living in the graveyard, you know, um, I was by myself. I was isolated. I was living among dead people, and and feel me, cause it wasn't. It was. It was all bad. It was all bad. I didn't have my right mind. I I I talked to dead people. I saw dead people. Um, they tried to chain me up and stuff, but it didn't work. It didn't work. It 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 was like it was like I just got this power that came on me. It felt like it felt like 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 a thousand people inside of me and I just I, I I became like superman like super super dude and I broke the chains I broke the fetters nothing whenever I got ready to I used to humor them let them you know make them think they was doing something let them chain me up you know just just because I wanted some people around me but they them chains couldn't hold me anyway you know so I I would break them and I saw in the distance I saw these people coming in boats and they was coming in boats and I was like, who coming over here? What they coming in for? And I saw this man. It was like, he was doing like light was illuminating him. Feel me? It was like this, I, I don't, I can't even explain it. I broke out the chains like they were nothing. I broke out the chains like it was thread I, and I was butt naked and I didn't care. Because I couldn't, sometimes I would get hot with all the spirits inside of me. I would get hot and I'd tear my clothes off. Anyway, I ran down there butt neck and I was like, who are you? You know, did you come to torment me more? And and he was like, nah, bruh, I came to give you peace if you want it. I never heard anybody talk that kind of me before. You know, you feel me? And so all of a sudden, the, the spirits left me. That first day was like, he was like, who are you? And the spirits told him they was legion because it was heck of them inside of me. And they all left instantaneously. I went back. I went back and um, he told me, don't tell nobody who I am. But I want you to go get you some here. Here's some money. Go get you some clothes. You put some clothes on and you go back to town. You you let them see. So I want to tell y'all that I'm a brand new man of God. 
every opportunity that I get, I give thanks and praise to my almighty Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Truly, I can say today that I'm in my right mind. Y'all pray my strength in the Lord. Wow, Brother Cutter, that was amazing. I promise y'all, these sisters is about to tear my hair out. This is the last one. Um, I'm going to call on the daughters of Zalafahad. And usually we don't have testimony service like that where it's multiple people in one. But I have a feeling that uh, Milka will testify on both uh, on all of their behalf. You can read more about their story in Numbers 27, 1 through 11. But you guys, they have a lot to be thankful for. These women are trendsetters. Um, they are pioneers. And many, many times we get a, a, a wrong perception about, um, about the women of the Bible. Um, we know that in some instances, some of them were, you know, treated as second-class citizens or whatever. At least that's what we're, we're, we're encouraged to believe. But, but in my study, me talking, this Tanya talking, I've, I've discovered that it's, it, was some it was some bosses in the Bible that ran stuff. You hear me? And so they were subject to husbands and stuff like that. But it was some women that was bosses. They made their own. They made their own. They made their own. They got their own coins. You know, they collected their own bags. You know what I'm? They they did some stuff. They were trendsetters. And these are some of the women. So I'm gonna, Sister Milka, I'm gonna let you go ahead um, and share. Well, hello everyone. I'm Milka. My name means queen. Um, my sister Mala is here. Um, her, name, her name means disease and weary. She has special needs, but we love our sister and we take care of her. Um, my sister Noah, the name Noah means comfort. Uh, anytime any of us are feeling a little bit anxious or whatever the case may be, um, we can go to Noah, who's always done to give us a comforting word. She's also the peacemaker of our family. You could call her the fixer. She's passionate about helping. And then there's Hagla. Hagla's name means festive and dance. Um, uh, she's always happy. She loves people. She's very lively and optimistic. She always finds something positive in whatever is going on. Our baby sister is Terza. She is, her name means delight and pleasantness. Obviously, she's daddy's baby girl. She is um, full of joy. And um, always looking at the possibilities of things. So all of us got together. Our father, um, our father died. I won't say prematurely because God knows when all of us are going to die. Um, but he died. Um, we weren't ready. We were not prepared. Even though our father taught us everything about our family business, we had no brothers. And this was during the time when we were still with the children of Israel and um inheritances were being passed out. And so we quickly realized that someone else was going to get our inheritance. And we were like, no, we are not having that, especially me. Um, we worked um, with our father. He taught us how to um, herd sheep. He taught us the law. He taught us everything that he would have taught a son. And so we felt that just because we're girls doesn't mean that we are not entitled to the promises of God. That doesn't make any sense. If I know God the way that my dad explained him to us, he said that he was not a respecter of persons and that he would not treat a group of people differently than he would another. If I understood the word, the law, the way that my father shared it with us, 
we were all his people. We were all entitled to the promises of God. So because my father didn't have any sons, he's going to be not just my father. There were other men who did not have sons. And so we decided that we were going to present a case to Brother Moses. And so we got all of our facts together um, because facts um, will actually help you in any situation. Um, we were not going to allow ourselves to be super emotional about it because that's what men expect of women for us to be emotional on. And there's no shade against any of the bras that are out here today. There's no shade against you, but all of us, yes, we are emotional beings, but we don't, we're not all emotional every time something happens. Okay. So just for clarity. And I don't mean to throw off, as Sister Tanya was saying, others. That's not, I'm just stating a fact. Um, so moving forward, um, we went, we presented our case to Moses, and he was shocked. I could, we could all, my sisters and I could see it in his face. He was dumbfounded. Like we gave him so much information and so many facts, and we stood, how you say it, flat-footed, and we were respectful in our words. We were very respectful. But we were not going to take, as Brother um, Israel said, we were not going to take no for an answer. We knew we were right. We knew God gave us, the Holy Spirit literally gave us what to say. And so Moses said he was going to take it before God. And God told Moses that we were right and that he should give us our father's inheritance. And I tell you, we were so thankful, you all. We threw one of the biggest parties you could have ever imagined. We had food flowing. like We didn't have as much as King David. But you know, all of us cook very well. We made flatbread. We made hot water cornbread. We we gutted the, we made, we cutted the fatted calf. We roasted pig, not pigs, kids, you know, we don't eat pig, but we roasted the fatted calf. We had an amazing time, you all, and I want to encourage you, don't give up. Whenever you're faced with a situation, do your homework, do your research, and present your case before the Father, and he will help you. Thank you. That's all that I have. Well, listen, guys, I'm out of time for testimonies today, but I want to encourage you all to be thankful. Um, I know that some of y'all are going through some hell right now. Some of y'all, like this is me being real because we're getting ready to close it out. Some of you have gone through situations. You're going through a hailstorm right now. Um, and you don't know where it came from. You don't know. You can't see left from right. You don't. You can't see the beginning from the end. It, and it's not just one thing. Some of you are experiencing one thing after another. And this is not me speaking in a prophetic voice. Um, I do prophesy. But I'm telling you, anytime you have a group of people together, it could just be five of y'all. Somebody going to be going through something. So that's a little tip <laughs> when somebody says, I got a word for the Lord. And sometimes people do have a word, but sometimes they try to play on us. You got to be smart. You got you to gotta be woke. At any rate, um, I want you to be thankful, especially in this season. Um, for many of us who are have lost loved ones very close to us, it gets a little tricky trying to learn. I'm still learning how to maneuver and navigate around the holidays because it's still new to me. Um, but I'm not I'm not claiming that I'm going to be depressed and down and out and I'm gonna isolate. I don't know how I'm gonna feel, but I'm gonna give my I'm gonna give myself permission. I've already given myself permission, excuse me, to feel how I feel, how whatever that looks like. And I'm not gonna feel guilty about it. 
at any rate, uh, I want to encourage you to be thankful. But, Tanya, you don't understand what I'm going through. I can't find anything to be thankful for. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Let me give you some very, very basics. You're able to listen to this heart share on a device. Obviously, you paid the bill, so you can be thankful for that. Your phone is still on. If you're in a house and it's warm, you can be thankful that you got PG&E. If you used the bathroom this morning, brushed your teeth, or washed your face, you can be thankful that you got water in your house. If you woke up this morning in a comfy bed and you have some covers, some blankets, comforters, down comforters, whatever it is, you can be thankful that you weren't outside last night. Uh, if you've already eaten breakfast or you're making your cup of coffee, you can be thankful that you got electricity, that you have the coffee to make. Come on now, let's be serious. If you're able to blink your eyes, if you're able to scratch your head, if you're able to blow your nose, if you're able to take a deep breath and let it out, do it again with me. Come on, you too. Come on, take a deep breath and then let it go. One more time. Let it out. If you were able to do that, and you're not on oxygen this morning, you're not stricken with COVID, and your lungs are affected, listen, you have something to be thankful for. If you have transportation, money for transportation, you have something to be thankful for. Focusing on the big things, all the tangible things, the cars. Yeah, I got a brand new 2021 Tesla. It ain't even a month old. I'm thankful, but I'm more thankful that I was able to give my baby son, Lonnie. I shouldn't have called his name. I'm sorry. I was able to give my baby boy the bug that God blessed me with nine years ago. Three times, oh, I don't want to start with the, the, the numbers. I bought that car ironically on his birthday. Mark, I'm not giving you his birthday because I'm giving too much private information. But the Lord led me to give it to him. So he rolling like he, like he got a brand new car because it's brand new to him. His mama rolling like she got a brand new debt-free car because it is. Uh, and I'm not throwing no shade. I'm telling you, I'm testifying about the goodness of God, but I'm not thankful. I'm thankful because of the car, but I'm more thankful that my baby is healed, that he's, that he's, that he is. I need you to mute. You're moving around. I'm almost done. <laughs> yeah, I'm almost done. <laughs> That's their way of telling me I went too long. Anyway, I'm thankful um, that God healed him from stage four cancer. Uh, man. 15 years, no, 13 years ago, he's been healed, 13 years. Uh, and ironic that Dion posted a flyer of me with the cover of my book because I was going to talk about it a little bit. And I was like, ah, oh, yeah, man, maybe not. And that confirmed that I should. So if you're a mom, if you're a caretaker and you have somebody that's sick and you're taking care of them, I believed God for Lamel's healing. He, stage four, cancer is what he had. Um, but God, I believed God for his healing, and God healed him. And then uh, a couple of years later, he was diagnosed with kidney failure. Um, uh, and I tell you, I didn't get nervous or anything like that, but um, 
I began to believe God for his healing again. <laughs> three years and three months later on January, not, Lonnie was on dialysis three days a week as a young man. He was on dialysis. When I tell you the things that, that he's my hero, my baby is my hero because he never got angry. He never got, he never showed that he was depressed. He never complained. Um, but God, three years and three months later on January 11th, 2021, I just realized that's Manny's birthday. Wow. Manny is, uh, my, my, uh, oldest son's youngest, uh, youngest baby, um, youngest son. That was Manny's birthday. Anyway, he got a brand new kidney, y'all. Because his mama refused to give up. Because his mama, every day, for about three months, every time I saw him, and that was every day, I, I told him to pull his shirt up. I anointed his kidneys with blessed oil. I was believing God for a divine miracle. But I said, God, however you bless him, it's okay with me. And God saw fit to take the life of another young man truly thankful for that family um, having the foresight to be willing to donate their child's organs. But because of that young man, my son has not had any adverse reactions. All of his numbers are, are, are perfect. He works out. He got a rock-solid body with his skinny self. He, his body feels like a brick. He works out avidly. He, he's an amazing dad. He eats right. He exercises too much as far as I'm concerned. But I'm thankful. Oh, God, I bless your high name. I'm thankful for all the things, the intangible things that God has done. So that's it for my heart share this morning. I hope you were able to keep up with all of those who testified. It's a whole bunch more, but we don't have time for them. I want to open the call up first. Uh, to allow you all to say good morning, to gather your thoughts. That was a lot. We went from one topic to the next. Hopefully you were able to keep up with them. Um, but I want to open the call up, and we're going to do it this way. I want to first open the call up to anybody that has never spoken before. Or this is your very first time calling. Or you haven't spoken in the last few months. Those three categories, not people who are on the call. You've been, maybe you've even been on the call every day. You just don't talk. You never, you never say anything. I want to open the call up to those people first. If you'd like to take your phone off mute just to say good morning. You don't have, I don't want you to say anything else. We're just greeting right now. And then the, the, the next portion will allow you all to testify. Anybody, um, that category, new people, uh, rare people, and men. If you fall in that category, you could go ahead and take your phone off mute and say good morning. We'd love to greet you. Hi, Gigi. <laughs> you, 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 you cheated. Hey, baby. Oh, was that Katie? No, Katie at school. That's me. Oh, okay. Girl, bye. Okay. Anybody else? You, you do call reg, re, irregularly. Anybody else? If not, we're going to open it up to everybody. No bras? Ain't no bras on the call? Good morning. Good morning. This is Jeff G. Oh, okay, Jeff, because you know we will Great take it over. Ready. Thank you, brother. Good morning, Victory. God bless you all this morning. Hey, Sarge, good morning. There was one other person, one other man? 
Oh, that's my bad. David, good morning, everyone. Oh, hey, David. Hey. <laughs> All right. If there aren't any other men that would like to say good morning, we're going to open it up to anybody who would like to. We're just, again, we're just saying good morning. We're going to talk about the declaration, or you can testify after we say good morning. Good morning, good morning. Good morning. Hi, who is this? Lavina. Oh, hey, sis. Good morning. Good morning. This is Angela. Hey, Angela. Good morning. This is Leo. Hey, Mama Leonia. <laughs> who else was that? Me. Good morning. It's Kenya. Hey, Kenya. Don't just good morning. <laughs> hey, Juju. Hey, Tanya. It's Christina. Good morning. Hi, Christina Joy. Good morning. It's Monica. Hi, Monica. Good morning. It's Elsie. Hey, Elsie. Good morning. That's our other sergeant of arms. Good morning, Prosperous Pam here. Hey, Prosperous. Good morning, this is Stephanie. Hey, Tanya. Good morning. Hey, Stephanie. Good morning, beloved Barb. Good morning, beloved. Morning, it's Krishanda. God bless you. Good morning, Krishanda. Morning, Tanya. Shell. Hey, Shell. Hey, Stevie. <laughs> Demetriana. All right. All right. So if there's nobody else, we're gonna open morning, the call. Up. Oh, good morning. Who's that? Cynthia. Oh, hey, Cynthia. Good morning. We're going to go good ahead morning. and open the call. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Good, good morning. morning. It's persistent. Just want to say good hey, morning. Persistent. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Great morning. God morning. It's magnificent. Awesome. Yes, awesome magnificent. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Good morning. It's Bernice. Good morning, Storyteller. No, this is Bernice. Oh, that's <laughs> I don't know why. I, I do that all the time. Bam, 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 bam. Okay, got you, Bernice. Just call her one buddy, Tammy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was right on the tip of my tongue, Phil. Bam, 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 tell the story. Bam, bam, bam. Okay, anybody else? Good morning. This is Dedicated Janice. Hi, Dedicated. All right, now we're going to go into love, life, and victory. If there is anybody that would that has a comment about the share or you have a thankful testimony, but listen, I don't got no Bible to read. I don't have no Bible to raise. But if I say amen, God bless you, that means that you need to stop. And if you don't stop, Shell is going to mute you, okay? Because you can't tell all of it. You can only tell on it. <laughs> so I'd love to. Um, to, if you have a, if you have something that you are thankful for, or something that you heard during the share that 
caused you to reflect on a particular thing or whatever the case may be, or you might even have a question for me. We're going to do that for the next few moments. The line is open. Good morning. It's Kenya. Um, I'm going to hop in real quick and hop out. I am thankful this morning. Up until November 1st, I was two months late on my rent. Yesterday, I went searching for houses to buy. And I'm just thankful that he is watching out for me and protecting me and just omnipresent and loving me no matter what I've done and gone through. So, and I'm thankful for for you guys, honestly, for this line. It's helped me with my grieving of my mother and so much more that reset. My credit score then hopped up to a 640. Woo! Wow. I am thankful for Everything, honestly, I'm thankful for being awake and breathing this morning. I'm thankful for my baby being home with me. I'm thankful. I'm just overwhelmingly thankful. So I love you guys. You said you was two months behind, I mean, behind rent, and now you're going house shopping? I went That was a little bit calm for me. Okay, thank you, Kenya. I love you. That's why the enemy been fighting you so hard. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, thank you for that. Anybody else? Yes, this is Leomia again. Yes, ma'am. I'm thankful for everything. God is so wonderful. I'm thankful for you guys, too, because I have grown a whole lot since I've been on this call. And I just thank and praise God for all of you. Um, And I'm thankful for my son this morning. Guess what? This boy got up and made me breakfast. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and I think he's going to cling up behind us. <laughs> <laughs> that was wisdom. That was wisdom. <laughs> I'm just grateful for every, all of you this morning. Amen. Have Thank a blessed day. Yes. You too. You too. <laughs> Now, y'all got to do it the cultic way. First, giving honor to God, who is the head of my life, to my pastor, to the mothers, to the deacons, and to all the ministers on the roster. Truly, I thank and praise God for another day. After being here, finding me yesterday, thank you for being filled with the mighty burning fire. I, no, I'm kidding. Anybody else? <laughs> is it any cultic people on the on the line that remember testimony service? Yeah. Hallelujah. Giving honor to God. <laughs> Jesus, who's the head of my life, the lover of my soul, I just want to say, Sister Tanya, you hit it right on the, the head. Your declaration was off the hook. I thank God for the documented testimonies because it keeps us with hope um, that if he did it way back then, he can still do it today. So pray my strength in the Lord. Thanks. Amen. <laughs> yes, ma'am, I will. I heard someone else. You said you was Kojic. Or you grew up Kojic. You can identify with the Kojic testimony service. Who you is? I woke up this morning with my mind. <laughs> yes, girl. I woke up. Uh, I, I, I was born and raised up in a CME. So I testimony. Girl, that's Dee Dee. I thought different. that was Sonia. <laughs> oh, no, Sonia. She, she, she's Baptist. She's Baptist. But, Tanya, thank you so much. Your storytelling this morning was so amazing, like all your different characters. And, oh, my God, I was like, teach us, teach. Thank you for how you just <laughs> took us 
through that and how you gave us all the protocols and stuff. And I'm so, I'm just so, like, my heart's racing because I'm so proud to be your sister and just to thank you. That's all I got. I'm so thankful for you. And I'm thankful, and I'm going to say this, because when we first met and I didn't understand it, we have so many similarities from the color mm-hmm. to blood and purple to having, you know, our blended family six and six. So I just love you. So it's not appreciative Aww. of you loving me. That's all. Love you back. Love you back. Anybody else? You don't have to be a Kojic, a fellow Kojic person. Just I, I just thought <laughs> I'd throw that in there. Well, I is. Good morning, Miss Tanya. Giving honor to God who is the head of my <laughs> life, the mother's board. To the deacon's board. <laughs> Did y'all make it to YWCC? Because when I was at YWCC, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and as a kid, we would sit back there and be like, oh, if you don't sit down. I know, Next. girl. But, okay. Right. But, so, <laughs> man, I, I love the gift that God has given you because you take us on trips. And my mind goes, like I go there. Like I was like sitting, listening to David. Like I saw David sitting like in his kingdom area, just talking and I was listening. And, and when you went over to Hezekiah, I really related with Hezekiah. And I was, I was like, okay, so there are some steps that Hezekiah did. I said, yes, Lord, I haven't given me any wall prayers in months and I need to go back to my wall. <laughs> and I just related. And then when you got to the sisters about their inheritance, how you, um, your, the, even the tone of your voice made it so relatable, at least for me, because those were seeds that God was dropping for me and how you just brought out the, the meaning of each one of their names. And the reason why I'm saying all this is because each, everything that was said is so powerful. Something dropped in, in people's laps and seats completely this morning, especially for me. So I'm, I'm thankful that I chimed, was able to chime in this morning. I'm thankful for um, you being obedient to God and hearing God for what I needed to hear this morning. God bless you. God bless you, saints. And uh, you I say to pay one. For your... Oh, yeah. Okay. There we go. There we go. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, you didn't say pray my continuous joy in the Lord or my strength in the Lord. You know, you got to close it right. Yes, pray my strength in the Lord, and I went all the way to the benediction. Doctor Walker, what I stand to, I stand to all. Um, thank you so much, Angela. I love you. Um, I love, I love you. you. Angela is one of the youth that were um, under Carl's leadership when we were the youth pastors. Well, at that time they didn't call it youth. He was the youth pastor. I was the youth church mother because they wasn't gonna have no woman being called a pastor. Do you hear me? What I say? Now you can, you can testify, you can teach from the floor on the bottom where the where the podium, but you cannot come up in this pulpit trying to teach. Jesus help right. me, Lord, all that legalism. But I love you. Uh, just watching you grow over the years and watching you, no matter what was going on, you remained faithful to God. And look at your babies. They all, well, yeah. quote unquote, grown. And like, I remember each one of them when they were born. Um, I remember you driving that. Was there a red navigator? Oh, not a navigator. Yeah. Was it a navigator? Yeah. 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 Big, big on the commuting. I, I remember that. I, re, I remember your divorce. I remember um, you just being faithful. I remember one time I told you when you were newly married, it was a Friday night service. You may not remember this. 
And uh, we were, I don't know, we were talking or something and your anniversary was coming and you was going to come to church and it was your anniversary. I said, girl, if you don't stay home with your husband <laughs> and go get you some Frederick or some Victoria's Secrets or something, don't you, I let, do not let oh. me see you at church Friday night. Do you remember that? <laughs> I don't remember that, but I'm sure it happened. And she was coming to church on her anniversary, and her husband wasn't saved. No, you're not, ma'am. You can have a seat. Just all out of time somewhere. <laughs> right. Anyway, love you. I love, love you, you too. God bless you. Anybody else? I'm going to sing a song if y'all don't testify now. Come on. Oh, we're good, gonna, morning, we're gonna good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hallelujah. I love the part of the daughters of Zolotan. How they stood for their portion. Hallelujah. And all my life, he's been faithful. All my life, he's been so, so good. When I look on the goodness of Jesus, oh, I will sing the praises of the Lord. Hallelujah. God bless you. Sis. Oh, I was ready for some more and put my head back and I'm listening. <laughs> God bless you, sister. No, I, I, I didn't want to, I didn't want to get a, a, a amen and be muted. <laughs> listen. It's tight, but it's right. Hey, thank you, sis. I appreciate you. All right, let me do this real quick. I'm gonna take a turn. Maybe y'all don't have no testimonies, um, I'm a, or, or comments. But I wanna, I wanna go back to the daughters. I don't know if I'm saying the name right. I, I hate mutilating names. Names are very, very important. I should have looked up Zalafahad. Hey, Shell, can you look up Zalafahad's name real quick, maybe, and tell what do that mean? And am I spell am I saying it right? Or somebody else if you can do that real quick and then let me know. Um I want to, you know, feminism is say it again. The holophot. The holophot. Okay. So so you know, the the Me Too movement, um, feminism, all of those things, um, I guess they have no shade against them. Um, women women's rights, you know, there was women's suffrage and women have not been treated fairly in the West. Here in the in the these United States of America, I can't testify for every other country because I, I I have not grown up in that culture, and so what sometimes we tend to do, uh, good God fearing people, who are when I call when I say legal legalism and um, and I use the term religiosity, is that it's like the Pharisees and Sadducees who look more at the rules than they look at the love of God. And they create, and these rules are created. It's not just Kojic people. It's across the board with religion. Period. Rules are created based upon agendas that people have, or or people's poor understanding. And and so what I know about the Church of God in Christ is that the original founding members, many of them, were illiterate, because you have to realize the time in which they started the Church of God in Christ. Most men had to stop schooling, they called it, around the sixth grade or so because the parents needed their help in the fields to uh, plant crops and uh, harvest the crops. And so they missed. And so um, sometimes they misunderstood some of the things that were in the Word of God. Here's an example, and I'm not throwing shade at all, but one of the things that the men, the preachers would say is, <laughs> Jesus help us, marble not. And they said that playing marbles, little boys used to play marbles. And they said that playing marbles was a sin because the Bible said marble not. 
Well, if you look at the scripture, the word is spelled Marvel, M-A-R-V as in victory, E-L, Marvel. So the word Marvel is different from the word marble, right? But no shade. They did. They were just trying to be holy. They were trying to, that's just one of many. Uh, for years, they told us it was a sin to wear pants. And the scripture that was used, I'm talking about the Kojic church, the scripture that was used was the scripture in Deuteronomy that talks about a, a woman should not wear anything that pertained to a man. Now, if you know history, you know history, pants were not invented until the, I don't know, the 1700s or maybe even, the, and I think the 1700s or so. So men wore robes. You, if you read your Bible, you'll see his robe. He pulled up his robe and ran. He gathered his robes. He, they wore robes. They did not wear pants. So that scripture surely could not have been the condemning factor that says women can't wear pants. We wear panties. We wear pantyhose. Jesus wore a robe. That's what I'm talking about. And sandals with no stockings. They didn't wear stockings back then because they didn't have stockings. Everybody wore sandals, right? And so... um we we were we were told that you know it was and again no shade they were doing their best i believe that but it's important for you to know the word for yourself so that you can determine whether the information is sound biblical doctrine or these just some rules that this organization makes up and they they live by and if you make a decision to be a member of that organization you know, you agree to, to follow those rules. And you can if you want to. That's left up to you. But we can't say that it's biblical because when the Bible talks about robes and they talk about sandals and they talk about um, marble as opposed to marble, right, so many other things, we take the word of God and we make it fit what we want. And that's not right. Whenever we, we, whenever we study the word of God, we need to study from an open heart and an open mind not based upon something that we want to see happen. So that's one little nugget. The other thing is I want to talk about, I started to talk about the daughters. Um, um, Shell, were you able to find the meaning of his name or anybody? I was just curious. I'm sorry. Well, I should look. If not, oh, his name. Oh, Dion, was that you? Okay. No, his name was... means firstborn or a shadow of terror. Ooh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Cur just curious. So, and and again, it's pronounced the law. I'm going to call him Z. I'm forget it. I'm just going to call him Z. Y'all know who I'm talking about. His daughters, though, the way that he raised his daughters, um, the Bible said he died because of sin. If you read the story, I was like, oh, what did he do? <laughs> um, if you look, they were, they were the trendsetters for a Me Too moment, movement. They were the trendsetters for... Uh, a woman having power, they were the not overpowering a man. Just give me what's mine, what's equal to my, to me. I'm not, I personally, Tanya, I'm not interested in playing football. I'm not interested in wrestling with another man. I'm not interested in dressing like a man. I'm not interested in making the same money as a man unless we are doing the same job. I'm not interested in trying to be a man. I don't, I don't want, I'm, I'm not at all. 
What I want is equality with regards to if you're going to recognize a man for the thing that he did, then recognize me. If you're going to pay a man for we both do the same job, but you're going to pay him more because he's, that's unjust. And God is a just God. That's not right. So I want equality that way. I don't need to be a man and I don't need to look like, I'm not that, uh, what's, uh, what's the word? What's the word when you are not sure of yourself in insecure? Like I don't have anything to prove to anybody, right? And so if God has called me to preach, which he has, move out the way. Whether I stand in the pulpit, it don't matter. I'm preaching to y'all right now on the phone. I don't, I don't need a platform. But, but don't tell me because I'm a woman that I can't preach and God gave me this gift. Don't, that's insulting. Don't do that. Right? So anyway, it ain't no throw off on nobody. I'm just stating facts. You guys, do your facts. And I'm going to close on this because y'all mighty, mighty quiet. Do your research. Gather your facts. And then present your case to your boss, to your spouse, to your children, to your coworker. And I don't mean a case like it's a legal case. But don't go whining about, you don't treat me fair. You always this. You always that. Now you're playing into the stereotype of a dramatic woman, an emotional woman. You know how to, you know how to stuff that cry, even though you might feel like, well, sometimes I feel like crying. You, you get so angry or so frustrated, you know, that you feel like, well, but I don't. I take some deep breaths and I get it together and I tell myself you're not going to cry until after this is over, when you leave and then you can go in a private space and then you could cry. But right now, calm yourself. I've literally been in situations where I felt myself getting heated. When I get heated, I can feel it. it it's in my, my um, heart rate goes up and I can feel my, my chest gets a little tighter. Not like I'm going to have a heart attack, but I can feel it. And, and I feel my throat getting um, like warm and full of stuff because I'm stuffing the words that want to come out or I'm stuffing the scream that wants to come out. But I get that thing under control and I say to myself, calm down. It's not that serious. You're getting upset over something that you don't even have to be upset about. At the end of the day, what difference does it make? If you don't like it, change it. This is the conversation I have with myself. And then I slowly feel myself calming down. And then I'm able to speak with um, effectiveness and I'm able to speak clearly and I'm able to make my point. I don't have to over-talk anybody. Um, I, I don't have to yell. I don't have to do any of those things. And it is what it is because I've presented my case. After I've presented my case and we part ways, I'm praying and asking God to move on my behalf and to do what he said he would do. The heart of the king is in the hands of God. He can cause it to change. He can cause it to go in any direction that he decides. Any direction that he decides. It doesn't matter what the IRS is saying, Tanya, Natasha, whoever else. It doesn't matter um, what the doctor is saying. It doesn't matter what the banker is saying. It doesn't matter what the lawyer or the judge is saying. I'm going to say this, and then I guess we'll close. And God is able to give you more than you need so that you will always have all you need for yourselves and more than enough for every good cause. Second Corinthians 9 and 8. I forgot who, I think Diane or maybe it was Susie who read that scripture this morning. That has been my source all this week. 
God and God is able. So that's on top of whatever else he said. He'll, we know he'll supply all of our needs. He's not a liar. He really means it. He's able to do exceeding and abundantly all, above all that we ask or think according to the power that works within us. He is able, and he's able to keep us from falling and to present us faultless without error before himself. Who wouldn't serve a God like this? They lie. Sister Tanya. Yes, kind, Kim. <laughs> Wait for it, sis. I have a um earth given honor to God this morning who was hurt my life. Giving honor to the pastor, first lady, all the clergy and the saints of God. Um, as some of you know, my aunt attends this church and she put me on the prayer list about nine, ten years ago. And I'm just here with a praise report. Um, about nine, ten years ago, my 14-year-old son was incarcerated um, and was facing 20 years in prison. And I was so broken, felt so alone, and I went before the Lord and I just prayed as I walked out from speaking to the prosecuting attorney. I said, God, I wish I could afford a private attorney. Within five minutes, this dapper gentleman came to me and said, are you Miss Short? I said, yes, I am. He said, I'm um, attorney such and such. I'm representing your son pro bono. Looks like there's a conflict of interest with the uh, DA. Okay, I don't know what that meant, but I know God came. Long story short, um, they came back after um, a significant amount of time. They wouldn't come up off the case, wouldn't give us any of the records. I fought tooth and nail, went to the office of the attorney, combed through every record, let them know that there was a lot of conflict of interest, not just with the district attorney's office, but also with the witnesses and all of the statements that were given. Um, they went before the DA again and offered my son 14 years. I let them know, hey, God didn't tell me that. I apologize, but God did not tell me that. He said, I understand, but this is what it is. Um, next court date, he came back to me and he said, I've never had this happen in all of my time of being an attorney. Your son is going to get seven years. He can spend his time in a youth authority until he's 21 if he does what he has to do. By the time he was 18, he had about 40 offenses against him and was placed in a level four um, maximum security prison. He got out for a very brief time after serving the five years for three months and went back. Um, it is now nine years later, you guys, almost 10 years. My son was released from his incarceration today on Juneteenth. <laughs> the day of freedom. Hallelujah. Anyhow, I have a praise report today. My son called me before I entered the house of the Lord today, and he was at work. I could hear everybody rumbling around in the background, and I just want to praise God for that. I thank you guys for your prayer. Keep me and my family lifted up, and you guys continue to pray our strength in the Lord. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for your declaration today. I personally want to nominate you on the Walk of Fame, Hollywood Boulevard. That book belongs on the <laughs> The way you brought forth that declaration today, sis, love you. That's hilarious. I never heard that one before. God bless you. Listen, I understand uh, having all three of my kids have been incarcerated at some point, my biological children. So I definitely can relate to um, uh, your uh, your experience. Um, Anyway, I can identify with it. Anybody else before we wrap it up, guys? I don't want to keep you in. I will. Uh, Hello. Okay. Hello. Um, I got a testimony. Been broke, Kojic, Pentecostal. We did the same thing, though. Couldn't wear pants either. Anyway, I was Christina. So 
have so many things I could share. I won't. I'll just talk about a praise report from a recent event. Um, didn't tell anybody except for a couple people, but I had to go to the doctor to get a, um, what is that thing called? Basically, when they um, try to see if you have cervical cancer, had to get a procedure done. And I was nervous. I was scared. I prayed. And I was still nervous, even after praying. Um, and I remember a nurse who was taking my blood, felt my nervousness and was like, I don't ever get nervous. You're nervous. Hold up. And I had this shirt on. I can do all things through Christ. She said, how are you going to have that shirt on and be scared? Are you done? Is your work here on earth done? But then what are you afraid of? I think that changed my, my mindset. And I went in the car and I did a different prayer. And when I tell you, they said, nope, no precancerous cells, no cancerous cells. Nothing's wrong. Everything's normal. Hmm, you're fine. Oh, after like a year and a half of not having normal test results. So I just thank God, Hope Rocco, for that. And um, my daughter, Joy, and broke her finger on her birthday in September. I asked the Victorville to pray during uh, Archer's, Archer's Circle. And um, she didn't even need a tape anymore. It was like it got healed instantaneously. <laughs> we're done. We're not, we're not broken anymore. So God has just shown me this, this in the past few months, just a couple of times. I am the same God today, yesterday, and forevermore. I, I am going to heal you. I will provide for you. I will be your protection. I'll be your banner. I'll be your confidant. I'll be your peace. I'll be your husband. I'll be your father. I'll be your best friend. So that's all I have to share. That's my testimony. I love you. Amen. Amen. God bless you, <laughs> sweetheart. Love you more. Love you more. One day I'll tell you about why I get so excited about joy. Um, or you'll have to read about it in my book when it comes out before this year is out. All right. Anybody else? Anybody else? Anybody? Anybody? Good morning. Good morning. It's Jeff T. So um, the last two testimonies that came on and compelled me to uh, speak up. One, I um, I see the first one. I can't remember her name, but as she was talking about her son, I thought about a, a couple of times that I've actually been arrested but never convicted. And a few of those times, uh, confessionally, so I, I have to say that I was supposed to have been, but God didn't see it that way at the time, and, and he he um. It made made a way for made a way for me to escape and trust and believe I didn't go back to those ways. Um, the second one, the one that just talking about, she was afraid of uh, the test results during the course of the um, procedures. I recently just had a few procedures done myself for some abnormalities, if I'm saying it right. I'm not saying it right, but you know what I mean. Some test results that kept coming up that wasn't supposed to come up the way they was coming out, but the results came up that it didn't have cancer. So I praise God for that. And what it does, along with your um, declaration, reminded me that even those times whenever, well, during those times whenever I I was scared, nervous, and everything else and didn't see my way out, God made a way. And now that i got some other things going on, that God is constantly reminding me, look, I'm the same God that brought you out of what, it, what, what you were going through now then that I'm going to bring you out now. And it just took this testimony to, this uh, declaration to remind me of that. 
Um, you were talking about the name. I can't remember what, what you call it. The actual title for um, giving your testimonies I, or the testimony service. I, I never was one big for titles, but I do remember being going to church and um, as we as we're right before the uh, speaker or pastor would get up and give give his word, we would have testimony services. Um, and it's funny because at that time. I didn't want to sit through all that. I'm like, okay, I'm tired of these people talking. I'll go ahead and get to the service so I can get home. But now I see why that was in me, that 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 that, that was placed there. It was something for me to grow on that I knew, what well, I didn't know, but I know now that I would need for today. Um, another thing you remind me of is humor, being able to smile and laugh at the little things, because I'm going to go ahead and pick on you a little bit. Um, I started laughing whenever you gave uh, King Hezekiah a kind of a sweet testimony whenever you start a honey child, I'm like, what? <laughs> but that just, that just kind of cracked me up a little bit. But I say that to say that God is bringing humor back in my life and not everything. I'm not so much living, living to make a living, but actually enjoying life again. And I, I, I thank you for that reminder, allowing him to remind us Amen. through you. Yeah. Um, but that, that, that's it. I just wanted to say that. Now, let me tell you something. This is funny. Thank you for that, Jeff. Um, I, had not plan- <laughs> I had not planned to do different voices. All of a sudden, I found myself doing it. And when I got to Hezekiah, I was like, oh, my God, what voice do I use? I can't go no lower. I can't go no lower. <laughs> that raspy voice with Israel by wore me out. I almost got choked. I don't know if y'all, I shouldn't tell my secrets, but I almost got choked. <laughs> trying to be Israel with that raspy voice, but that was completely impromptu. I'm just glad that um, what I'm excited about is that the word of God being presented differently so that it causes us to think critically about what we're hearing and stop just reading the Bible or listening to the Bible about it and um, using the perception as, you know, those are just Bible stories. These are real live events. If you believe the word of God, and I do, these are real live events that happen to people, just like the stuff that you're going through. Um, you don't know the outcome, the emotions that come along with it, um, that you believe God, but you're nervous. That's okay. You're human. But you, you can't believe God and doubt him at the same time. You got to make a choice. Even sometimes we're going back and forth. Like, for example, um, or given an assignment and you're not really sure. Y'all remember the story about Gideon? If you don't, do, do a Google search about, uh, about the life of Gideon. Just say Bible verse in Google or Bing, whatever you use, Bible verse about Gideon. Gideon was so insecure and so uncertain. And, you know, at the end of the day, I might have been too. God was telling him he, his tribe was the least. I mean, his tribe. And among his tribe, his family was the least. Like they, they were insignificant. And he was like, well, why are you coming to me? My, my, you know, I'm just a whatever it is that I do. I ain't no warrior. I'm going to lead the children of Israel in the battle against those people. So if, you, if this is really God, I'm going to need you to prove that you God and do this thing right here. Okay, you proved that you God that time. That might have been a fluke. I'm going to need you to do the reverse of what you just did. And God did it. God was patient with him because God knew in his heart, he really wanted to believe he just didn't have the courage because of his background. He was used to failing. He was used to people around him failing. Because remember, his tribe, or you don't, if you don't know, but I'm telling you, his tribe was the least among 
his family was the least among his tribe. And so they weren't used to people winning. And you might be that person. You're not, we, you're not used to people winning. You're used to people failing. You're used to people um, uh, being depressed. You're used to people being filled with anxiety. You're used to people being on pills to get up, pills to go to sleep, and a little bit of weed in between so that you can function or you think you function better, whatever the case may be. Maybe you've been on, maybe your family has been on welfare forever. Y'all live in house, public housing forever. It's okay. But you made a decision. You want to do something different. And so you go back and forth a little bit about, I'm not really sure. Maybe you've been in and out of jail and now you've made a decision that you're going, I'm going to do what I'm going to do right this time. Because everybody around you, that was the norm. They had big parties when they came home and celebrated and talked about their war stories in, in jail. Made it, made it seem like it's a right to pass it. That ain't no right of passage. That's a right to doom, but you are different, or you want your children to be different. So you got to be as tenacious as the daughters of Z. Do your facts. Do your research. Where did this start? Go back as far as you can, and then go before God and ask him for a strategy to change your bloodline. Ask the Holy Spirit to give you what to do. And I'm telling you, if you follow his instructions, if you be willing and obedient, you will eat the fat of the land. That means that you will prosper. Um, I don't feel to go any further. I have lots of homework that I need to do. Uh, unless somebody has a burning testimony, the Bible is now up. <laughs> Going once. Going twice. Sister Tanya, it's kindness again. I just want to... Um... Reiterate real quick. I know I've already testified, but I want to share what your declaration gave to me today. Just that I'm not going to um, take no for an answer. If my God says yes, it's yes. Mm. Love you. Oh, wow. That's good. Can I tell y'all something? Um, this is my personal story. I was believing God for um, something. I was believing God. Let me just be keeping 100. I knew it was time for me to get a new vehicle right? Um, and this is not so much about the vehicle itself. This is about the, the journey. Um, and I've also been believing God about some other things, but that particular thing that I'm believing God for, like a car is not in the Bible. <laughs> you know, it's not in the Bible, right? Or, or, and so I was wrestling about you know, but what will the perception be if I'm driving that car? People going to think I'm trying to be bougie, you know, da, 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 da. Who cares what they think? They ain't buying no car for you. And if your, if your Volkswagen make any more noise, people can hear you coming. It's time for a new one. You've, you've done the good work. You've thought that that Volkswagen has, has seen a many a prayer and a many a things. But it's time to do something different. And, and don't you don't have to feel no kind of way. People gonna think what they think about you, regardless to what you do. If you would have got a Ford, they gonna think something, right? And so, um, certain things that I believe God for, if they weren't in the Bible, I, I wrestled. I wrestled with them because it didn't say specifically, "I'm gonna give you a new car" or "I'm gonna." You can believe God for this particular thing or that particular thing, but. The word does say, and my God shall supply all of your needs. Now, I know I need transportation. So me believing for a car or believing for a house or believing for a new job, you know, um, we, that, that to, for me, 
that made sense to me that I could believe God. Now, God said to me literally when I was going back and forth, I don't care what car you decide. You, you decide what car. I'm not going to decide that for you. You decide what car you want. You could go on and get that Kia SUV, which is stupid. You, it's not stupid, but tell you, you don't need no SUV for your grandkids. They, they, parent, they, <laughs> they parents can get them around, and y'all don't go on that many outings that you need a whole SUV because you got gas to put in. But if that's what you want, you that, get it. So at the end of the day, I just made a decision. That's not really what I want. My dream car has been that car. So I'm going to go on and get that. Now, is God in it? Absolutely, because he still blessed me. He, it, he, he did it. I didn't do it. He did it. And so my point to you is, when you're believing God for something, you want to make sure it lines up with the word of God. It may not say it verbatim, but can you find a scripture that supports what you're believing for? Is it a need or is it a want or is it a desire? He will give us needs and he will give us desires. He will not necessarily give us wants. I hope that makes sense. When you're believing God for things, sometimes you might be a little bit nervous because you don't know, because you're human and you don't know the outcome. You have not failed because you were nervous. He is not going to not bless you because you were nervous. I promise. Where we run into trouble is where we allow the nerves to turn into doubt. And we talk ourselves out of believing God for whatever it is that we were believing him for. Part of that is a trick of the enemy. Part of that is ourself. Mostly it's ourself because we're having these internal conversations or perhaps we're talking with the wrong people and they are planting seeds of doubt. And you allow them and you nurture them and you allow them to grow. And so we have to be careful with when we're believing God for something, we have to be careful with who we share that with. It's not meant for you to tell everybody because everybody can't handle what it is you're believing God for. They don't have the spiritual, perhaps, maturity, or they don't have the understanding. But most of all, God spoke to you. He didn't speak to them. You don't need their permission. I don't care if it's your pastor. If God, and I say this out of respect, if God specifically told you something and you know that God told you something and the pastor speaks completely different or one of your church leaders different contrary to what God has given you and you take it back to God and you say God so is this and he still confirms that he's doing this thing over there then you 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 must discount you must discount what that church leader said and you must obey God church leaders are not God church leaders make mistakes church leaders don't always have all the information that's all I'm saying. And it's no shade against anybody's church leaders. They're human. Sometimes they can make mistakes. All right, guys, that's it for now. I love you. I pray that throughout the day that you'll remain thankful, not so much for the big stuff. Remember the little things because it adds up and it's, it's a starting point. For those of you that are going through heavy stuff right now and it's hard for you to find something to be thankful for, the fact that you can think, come on, <laughs> the fact that you can think is enough for you to be thankful for. It's many people that um, they don't have the capacity. They're not in their right mind. Like Brother Cutter, he wasn't in his right mind living in the graveyard among dead people. Stay away from dead people. Hang around the living. I love y'all. Have a great day. Everybody have a great day. Bless day. Bye. 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 B
Everybody have a blessed day. Peace and blessings. Love y'all, family. I was waiting for you, sister. I love you. I love you, Santa. Love you very much, sister. See you later on, okay? Okay. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.
This conference has reached its maximum duration and will end in one minute.